0: On this week's Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap Week 14. We go into our normal segments of Performance of the Week, Nathan Bierman Award, Stock Up, Stock Down, and Preview Week 15. And end things as always with our two-minute drill. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third Forever Football Podcast. Today is December sixteenth. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host Kevin Olm. Kevin, how are we doing this week?
1: Well, I wanna I wanna paint you a picture
0: yeah. of
1: you know what, what I'm wearing today. I had to change specifically for the podcast, uh, so that I could wear my Aaron Rodgers Winter Is Coming uh King in the North uh, T shirt. Um, it, it feels good. It feels good. It was a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, people may not know the Packers with the win and a couple of things happened this week, clinched the division, you know, um, and Rogers has kind of leapt out ahead, the MVP race that I'm sure we'll talk about later. And so a couple of things, it made me very nervous during the game because usually when it's like, oh, with a win today, they could X, Y, and Z, and then they always fuck it up because the Packers but they didn't so I'm, I'm in a pretty good mood and I I feel like I feel like you can't
0: say you you don't get you don't get to go get away with that where you say they always feel like fuck like they up. always fuck yeah. it up because like you you no, 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 no. you're one of the few privileged franchises out there so it's like no 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 you're I'm, fu- you're,
1: I'm a, you're a relatable
0: versus... down-to-earth fan no, like you no you're not no you're not <laughs> do not try to Get down with me <laughs>
1: in this. No, well, well let, let so, me let me turn this conversation uh, to you. I would like to know mm-hmm. what it's like to be you right now. Various I, things. I just have happened.
0: I just feel like I just been experiencing deja vu like repeatedly throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So. I obviously, I was texting you, or talk, we were talking, you know, on Sunday and a Monday, and I was still upset. Sunday, I was very upset. Um, sadly, this was my first experience, or my girlfriend's first experience, shout, hi Paige, shout out Paige. Um, hi Paige, of seeing me in that kind of light. The first game we'd only watched, the other other game that we had watched what? together was the Falcons game.
1: Was this and light, just to, just to get in here real quick, was this light and... In- an angry light or a sad light or kind of, in no,
0: this was a, this was a frustrated, like, are you kidding me? Kind of uh,
1: okay. like
0: in yeah. a light. So, so, so like
1: despair. Could,
0: yeah. 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 Okay. I, I would say so. Like usually like there have been times, like I remember my, when we lost the Eagles and in, in a couple years ago in the NFC championship game, that's where I was like extremely sad. Mm. Like I was like defeated. Um, and there are that, games that was post where, um, uh, Minneapolis
1: Miracle, right?
0: Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so there are there are moments like and like I was like that way in the Saints when I was younger in 2009 um, for the Bounty Gate game, but that was more like upset by.
1: It. You were just listing like, off great days in my life, but go on. Yeah, I bet. I bet.
0: <laughs> and like literally some of the worst days in mine. Um. So this game though, it was like frustrated because like. It was a multitude of reasons, and I don't want to harp too much on on why. On like, because I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I I calmed down. Except for today, I was driving into work, or driving to the office today, and I was like thinking through my head. I was like, "All right, we're recording today. Let me think, kind of regather my thoughts." Because you know, us recording on Wednesdays kind of allows us to kind of calm down a little bit and less emotional have be like okay i can kind of see some rationale now i can kind of see some things and more things come out as the week goes on like injuries or whatever or decisions or things like that so you can have a little more level headed that didn't work today like it, it was opposite i was literally in the car talking out loud like thinking about what i'm going to say i was mm, riling myself look. up mm-hmm. i was literally like white knuckling it and because like i was making myself so mad because i was just talking about it and i'm like this is so not healthy for me, but <laughs> like I was like, I was like, okay, I need to calm down. Like I'm about to go in this office where I'm the only one. Like, I'm just going to be upset, like get pissed off. why
1: They always talk, you know, every year it seems like I hear something about, Oh, we're going to, you know, extend the season, a couple more games. Uh, yeah. you, know, if, you know, the owners want it and stuff like that. And I just think to myself, like, I don't think, I don't think I can make it a couple more games. I think like, you know, playoffs are already a stretch if, you know, it's only a certain fan base are in that. But I think truly diehard football fans, I think we're at a sweet spot where you just you can't keep going for two or three more weeks. Because we're no. in the home stretch now, and, and it's getting passionate. Well, you at least can't do that if your team is in the hunt where every
0: game matters. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're in a situation where you've already clinched, and you're yeah, now just no. going for a seeding. So... It, that's where like if you're like, dang it, we didn't get it, but you're still in the dance. So mm-hmm. that's that's the whole point is like it's so difficult when you're, you know, especially this year with starting one in five and clawing our way back. And so now every get like, you know, because we started that way, our room for error was obviously basically zero. It is now zero, basically. So, um, yeah, it's, there were a it's run the things, table
1: time for you guys yeah.
0: and and like, I'll, I'll go through some things when we kind of preview week 15 um of you know situations and what we need to happen and all that kind of stuff but today you know was a perfect example of the vikings doing what they set out to do every week but they're just lacking on execution um with the exception of here's the variable um Dear NFL officiating. Figure it out. I don't care if it's if it's a lot of penalties, as I said, I don't know how many times this year, Kevin. Mm. I don't care if it's a lot of penalties or no penalties. Just be consistent. And it, we we continue not to see it. And it's not even the Vikings. I noticed this huge in in the, the Browns Ravens, which probably was the game of the year, but I couldn't really enjoy it for fantasy reasons. And I was still upset <laughs> by this, um, but. It, it, it there's there's they're missing 15 men on the field, but they're miss, They're not seeing blatant offsides, And it's like, I, and they're calling, you know, a roughing the passer is what is apparently just a, a good hit on a quarterback. It doesn't even have to be unfair, like a bad hit. Like they called the Ravens yeah. guy. I think Judon on Baker on Baker. So it's not even like it's a Tom or an Aaron or mm-hmm. Russell or Mahomes. It's not even any of those guys. It's Baker Mayfield. So, he doesn't get, like, a special treatment like some other quarterbacks do um, or at least call slanting that way. He hasn't earned that yet. And this is a, – a, in our game, the Vikings, which I'm going to stick right back to because there were, there were several key things that I want to point out. And I know you watched Red Zone or you saw the highlights and all that. So you kind of saw.
1: I, um, I've there seen was, it. I also go on the Vikings sub right after you guys right, lose wait, wait, wait. for research purposes. So I've seen a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. Um, and so there was a video that I saw that, um, uh, they put, someone put together that showed all of the calls that went like just that didn't go the Vikings or things like that. So Mm -hmm. let's start off in the beginning of the game. We forced them to punt. We, well, first of all, we, we go down and score opening drive. Like that's great. Actually, no, wait, 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 I'm sorry. We didn't, we, we had, we had a little bit of a drive, but we made, we had to punt, but then we forced a they had five plays, 21 yards, and we made them punt. So BB's back there. He gets it at the 16. And he, or actually, no, he gets it, uh, not even at the 16. He returns it for 10 yards. And you can see him go down. He gets tackled. He is on the ground. And all of a sudden, there's a Bucks player that comes flying in and spears to him right, right in the head-neck area, and the ball goes out, and everyone's like, oh, no. It's like, well, he's clearly down. And I'm just thinking, I was like, okay, that was a little weird. Did he get, like, pushed into him? And they show replays. No. You can literally see the guy, the defender for the Bucks. I don't know who it is. I didn't see it. It was some special teams guy. He takes a second, as, and he sees him on the ground, spinning around after he got tackled. And then he dives at him. there, And he just walks away. No penalty whatsoever for that late hit. I'm like, okay. A um, little strange, but all right, maybe that's how it's going to be today. Well, we drive down the field, 14 plays, 84 yards, 8 minutes, 15 seconds. Perfect drive. Like, that's a Vikings drive. Like, that's, you know, best way to beat Tom or a quarterback like that or an offense like the Bucks. say what you will about consistency, is keep it out of their hands.
1: That's great. Or just, you, you know, know, cover we, everyone less than 20 yards down the field because he'll just yeah. sail it on every but that's single what we did, receiver. You know,
0: that was the blueprint for beating you guys. It was long mm-hmm. possessions. And it worked. You are like, okay. As long as we finish drives, it will work. Well, Bailey misses the extra point And um I don't want to say it was an omen, but I'm not surprised what happened after that. Um yeah. we then we then force them to punt a three and out, only three plays, uh or in three yards, and then we go down and you know, we get all the way down to the eleven. Third and seven at the eleven, and cousins is sacked. It's just a you know an unfortunate play or a play action. Sue got in and sacked it. Either way, we have a thirty-six yard field goal. Bailey just pushes it right. I mean, not even close. Right.
1: Well, that, that's something yeah. that I noticed about his kicks today. I mean, th- it wasn't you know oh he just it kind of slid on him and it, it missed by a couple feet. I mean they were not even remotely. I don't think a single one was even remotely close. His his uh his last
0: one, his last field goal attempt um it, it it wasn't the 46 yard was the closest it was it 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 did just go a little right okay it wasn't that far out but that the, the the
1: ones that I remember the 50, seeing the 50 I yard mean, one was at the holy I mean, cow yeah that was not even close it was like um, a full goal post to the side kind of thing.
0: yeah there's a there's a there's a shot where it shows like how far away that is like I mean you and I could go out there and we'd do something similar um mm-hmm. I mean it was bad um so so that happened. So it's like okay. Well, we can't be leaving all these points on the board. We're already up to four points on the board, and then they have their touchdown. So this is the bomb that he connected with Scotty Miller, and you know Chris Jones being Chris Jones, and just not a good play. It was a great ball. It was it was a perfect ball, um, and it's unfortunate. But it's like well, they have a great field position, and you can't expect them to to have that. Um, so. It's 7-6 now. Even though we're dominating them in possession and yardage, we're losing by one. And we then drive down the field and, you know, penalties put us back when we get down to the 30-yard line and we have to kick a 54-yard field goal? Not even close. Well, this is where I'm extremely upset by. And I I, I promise I'm going to try to go through this quick because luckily your game, I don't think there really is a whole lot to talk about.
1: Oh, but, I, I want to dwell on my game, but continue. <laughs>
0: um, so the pass interference on second and goal at the seven. Um, I didn't see this, well, so I have actually, no idea. Actually, before on third and six, on third and six at uh, on the twenty-one yard line, McCoy goes up the field for only three yards. We stop them. He gets spun around. Harrison Smith comes in to make to, to gang tackle uh, McCoy, and they throw a flag immediately. Calling him lowering the head to initiate contact. There really isn't like you watch the replays. It's like you, there's nothing he can do about it. Like he's the running back is small or he's short. He has to get down low. He's leading with the shoulder, but like you know, he just gets flagged again when in the same game. BB got some significantly worse and nothing. So they give him a first and goal at the nine. They try to bring up the middle, nothing, and. And second and goal, they have Mike Evans come all the way across the, all the way across the formation into the corner of the end zone. Well, the ball is thrown. It's behind. He tries to stop. He slips completely slips on the, on the, on the grass here. It's, it's natural grass down in Tampa. He slips. Well, Gladney, who's in his hip, what do you expect? He's going to run into him as he's falling down and he makes a play on the ball and they both, it's tipped up in the air. And it lands in Gladney's hands, who is, where he's on like the two yard line with Evans in the end zone. He picks it up because he, he catches it. It's an interception and he starts running. Well, nope, too late. Instead of a pick six, it's a pass interference. Um, they immediately one play later, one yard touchdown because they get first and goal at the one. So at least a 13 point swing on that one play. Um, mm-hmm. And then of course there's the pass interference on the Hail Mary at halftime. Like when there's pass interference on every Hail Mary, I I don't get that. That's three free points, but whatever. That's, that's what I'm going to call for, for penalties as well as obviously JPP's forearm to Kirk Cousins face in the fourth quarter. All of this being said, um, the Vikings didn't deserve to win this game with how they proceeded to play in this game. Uh, Warren Sharp, who we are both fans of, he, he pointed out things. They said, we got a hundred yards from Dalvin, a two to one edge in time of possession. Uh, but we're 23rd and fourth down attempts, 11-point half halftime de- deficit, 17.3rd quarter deficit. Uh, plus we had a uh, second half snails pace down to three scores, gaining seven point yards per minute. um, Kirk was sacked six times in this game, zero on first down, two only on early down, so on second down, and then four on obvious third and fourth down passing situations. Uh, 26 total plays for Dalvin that averaged 4.2 yards per play. That's pretty good, but only four total plays for Adam Thielen that averaged 9.8 yards per play. Why are we continuing to do things? We cannot, we're, if you're playing down, play with urgency. And that's so frustrating. Like Kubiak, it's I I'm I'm at my wit's end. I don't know what to do because we are the 11th ranked offense by DVOA and the 12th ranked defense, uh, uh, defense and 18th overall. Because we are 31st in special teams DVOA. That matters. It clearly matters. Mm-hmm. You know, 12 points left on the board in this game. And, uh, you know, I'm I surprised
1: that, that Dan Bailey is still your kicker. Yeah, I mean, it's... Not because it's I think you because... should have fired him. Yeah. But just but based on have, history... There's no one else. There's no one else. I mean, yeah, I just... Because I, I, on a whim, after this game happened, uh, I'm going to apologize for this this kind of salt in the wound. Um, but I, I did peruse the stats of uh mr uh, daniel carlson who was the last guy show this right
0: face here in a second
1: <laughs> who's the last guy to uh you know ruin a vikings game with all with, uh, you know a bunch of missed kicks which up keeping us out of the playoffs yeah um i mean his field goal percentage is 92.9 this year and dan's is 80 dan is 20th he is seventh. So, I mean, he's not like fantastic, but so, you know, 116 points this year. Dan's got 63. And I know that, you know, some of that is kicking field goals or getting touchdowns, but still, I, he seems like he's fine. I think one bad game, axing someone, you know, is not the move, but I'm surprised it's not what happened here given the history of doing I, that.
0: I do want to point out there, it's funny that you brought Dale Carson up, because of course, after a game like this, every Vikings fan thinks that, or most Vikings fans go to him and mm-hmm. think about that. Yeah. Um, so shout out Dustin Baker on, on Vikings Twitter, who just finds these stats and is unbelievable at it. Um, he has actually his own podcast that he hosts with Brian McKinney, which is pretty cool. Um, no free ads. Si- yeah. Since the start of 2018, 40 NFL kickers have attempted at at least 20 plus field goals. In field goal accuracy, Daniel Carson ranks 20th of those 40. So it's not – like, yes, he's been better than he was at the Green Bay game. But like but he's 93% he like this
1: year. This year? Yeah, but what was – Bailey last year was over was 90%. No, but I'm just saying so – like, the point is that this year, you know, I, I don't think you could say that he's having a bad season this year. I, I, You know, maybe he's a streaky guy or something like that, but he's definitely not like a bad kicker. So that's that's kind of the comparison I make where, yeah, like Bailey is also not a bad kicker, you know, writ large. But I'm just surprised that he still has a job, honestly. He's a top 10. He's top
0: 10 all time. And he was number one for a very long time. And then Justin Tucker is Justin Tucker. Mm -hmm. So then he went down to two and I think he was three. And then start beginning of this year or before uh, when he came here, he was number three. And then now before yesterday's game or this week's game, he was sixth all time. And now after this game, he's 10th. So I don't know. I think Marwin Maloof, 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 I don't know, our <laughs> special teams coordinator. That's how that's how relevant he is. Um I don't know what he's done. Your special us, teams coordinator is like a Muppet he, or something. <laughs> yeah, I just don't understand. Like, I don't it should not be this difficult. And. Just for context, Dan Bailey's 0 for 3 on field goals and 0 for 1 on extra points on Sunday. The last the last player with at least 3 missed field goals and a missed extra point without a single make was John Aveni for Washington in 1961. John Aveni, was, that was like I, the year they invented kicking. I mean, damn. Yeah, I think I think at that time
1: John that was Aveni was like the quarterback was also the kicker kind of football. He was a tight end. Yeah, he was okay, a tight there end, we go, yeah. So,
0: like, it wasn't even – and he hadn't touched on that game. So, like, it it's not like – it was like, okay, so – It wasn't his only things. job
1: to do that. No. And yeah, I just – I remember the, you know, the Crosby game from a few years ago against the Lions, you know, ironically enough. Um, that was – you know, he missed five field goals, I think.
0: Yeah, I he mean, the fact, had, the fact that we only had three possessions in the entire second half is because our first two drives span more than fifteen minutes, and like you, you know, uh, you can't expect to do anything with that. And if you're down by eleven points at half, you need to play with urgency. And
1: I've said it before, I, and I'll say it again: your offense is not, it, not even from a built standpoint, because I think you have the guys to be this, but it is not schemed to come back ever. There is no. I mean, it can happen, I guess, and I think it probably the only has way it, once it, or the twice, only way it's allowed.
0: Yeah, the only way it's allowed is if Gary Kubiak and who's ever calling plays basically just lets like, all right, let's let Kirk throw the ball to I don't know Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson who are really good, and let's involve Irv Smith Jr. who's really good, and like, and, but yeah, he's, and CJ Ham. CJ Ham is actually, like, <laughs> very good. <laughs> like, not even just from a fullback standpoint. Like, he can actually catch the ball, like, and do some stuff with it. But, and obviously Delvin, like, he's great in the pass game. So, it's like, I don't, I don't know why we need hey, to. he had
1: two receptions for eight yards this week. Are right, I think that's involved enough. I don't know why we need to, like, try just to run it on second
0: and ten. I think we're second in the NFL in most runs on second and ten, which is the worst play in pro football. Or just football in general. Um,
1: if if I awful. had to make a call about Kubiak based on absolutely nothing but gut feeling, I would say that he is not a, uh, you know, analytics guy. I
0: don't no, think he like,
1: subscribes to that school of offensive thought.
0: You know, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I give, I don't even, like, an insane amount of credit to Kirk in this game. Like... The dude, like, say what you want about him. He's nerdy, whatever. He, he's, I, I you he's, know, yeah. I say a, that. A don't you don't even tell me. I
1: can. I'll, I'll he's say he's
0: a little it. cringy and all that. But oh,
1: yeah.
0: he is one tough son of a bitch. Like he, he shows zero sign of, you know, like what what we might have seen in 2018, where he like turtled a little bit with sack kind of pressure. Like he ran for 41 yards, you know, today for that game, and he's not sliding. He's diving for yards. I mean, he knows. And, like, he plays hard. And, like, I respect that. And for Do getting sacked six times and getting just pushed around. I mean, he was pressured 24 times. I mean I, – I,
1: I got a question for you. <sighs> I, got a, I got a fun would you rather. All right? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So would you rather on the quarterback of your team right now at this very moment have Kirk Cousins – or Tom Brady.
0: Hmm. With by existing roster,
1: just put them on the Vikings as they are, as the as, as the rest are. of the team is
0: right now, well, and as they as are. they as they are, it has to be Kirk because our offensive line Tom can't
1: move. So you're saying so, Tom's has. washed? Well, good. No. I'm glad that we've come to this agreement. Feels good. Oh. Do do you see what I'm talking about now though? Cuz like I watch him with this hate and this intensity and this scrutiny that I feel like you probably don't on a week to week basis because you, you know it's just not right in front of you. You don't seek it out as much as I do. He is not very good now. He I will, sailed the ball say, over like three guys' heads on the first three oh yeah, drives of the game. Yeah, lucky, I mean, I was watching, lucky. I was like, geez, dude, come on. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously I was cheering for the Bucks in that situation. And it, it was, mm, I don't know. It, it, it felt validating, but also frustrating.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was extremely lucky a lot of the times that he'd miss people, or just really badly. Um, but what I will say is, for a 43-year-old quarterback, he can still play football. Like, that's where I'm, like, saying, like, he's good enough. With the talent that the Bucks have, it's a lot of it, I think, is just the chemistry and the cohesion that they have to figure it out. Um, but the it's, it'd be stupid to say the Bucks are not a talented team. It's just a matter no, of can they all string it together.
1: They're a talented team, but it's what I said last week. They're less than the sum of their parts because they have no chemistry whatsoever. The only people in the field yeah. that have chemistry are Brady and Gronk because right. they have a history with another team together. That's yeah, it. Mike I, Evans, you know, Godwin. I mean, Godwin, two for 25. Godwin, two for 25. Like It's getting locked up, bro. He only got targeted three times. Yeah, he only got targeted three times. I don't think it's because he's getting locked up, though. I think it's just because they're not getting him the ball. I mean, he was I mean, our... a fantastic wide receiver last year. There's no reason to think that he's regressed no, against I mean... a bunch of rookie corners and you know whatnot. I mean, I, I get that they're not probably as, as big of a liability as they were to start the season and they're improving. But he's not a rookie either. He's been in the league, and I, I don't know. Just no, seems like a huge no, waste I mean, of talent. Yeah, I I just think
0: it's you're definitely quick to to call it wash and whatever. I think it's your part of your shtick, but like
1: I think they're I a better I, offense I with Jameis last year.
0: I I, I mean, was, oh, for a, a quarterback that's been in the same system and the same people for his entire career, sure. I I, I you, you know just, you I, come up with
1: all these all all these like well conditions and excuses. It's like who's it's a better quarterback excuse. at this moment. Cause it's not Tom and to run around acting like you have to like, you know, pledge allegiance to him just because he used to be awesome. No, what I have said this entire season
0: is that he is good enough. He is good enough. And that, because that's how talented they are. They have a Ronald Jones is very good. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, very good. Their defense. Not not even a
1: single ball thrown to Tyler Johnson. I mean, what's he doing? That's their number one wide receiver right now. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. We're going to move on. Um, We're going to move on on that note.
0: Uh, Let's go to yours. I I don't want to talk about my game anymore. I'm going to, like, get an ulcer.
1: So mine is another weird afternoon game, which is the second week in a row that there's been an afternoon game with the Packers that does not involve, like, or I guess, not afternoon, but like late window is a better way of saying it. That Neither one of them involved like a West Coast team, so I don't know why we got two 3 o'clock games in a row, but um, that's something. Uh, there's not a whole lot to say. I keep looking at my notes every week for this game, and I write, you know, offense looked great, defense looked pretty good, but kind of a bad other team. So, asterisks. And I guess I could put another one in. Special teams look like crap, aside from Mason Crosby, who's... Uh, who's my boy, and so, yeah, this, I mean, it it was never super in doubt that the Lions kind of tried to make it uh, a game there at the very end, and Stafford ended up getting hurt on a scramble, and so it kind of fizzled out anticlimactically. Um, Good balance with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, 15 carries and 10 carries, both with relative success, kind of keeping those guys fresh, too, which I like, not, you know, Overworking one or the other, they are cu- pretty much a one-two punch at this point. Um, you know, probably not good for those of you out there that have Aaron Jones in fantasy, but uh, pretty good. Marquez valdez Scantling had like seven good catches. He- it was one of those games where, like, mm-hmm. I guess yeah, he has six for eighty-five and a touchdown, and the touchdown was like out muscling a dude back shoulder. It was it was impressive, and it's just a testament that. If you just throw Marquez an uncatchable football or like a really hard contested catch, like he's great. And if you throw it to him wide open in the middle of the field, God help you, because that thing is going to hit the ground faster than you can blink. I do not understand what's what happens with him. Um, Devante is a maniac. He's the best receiver in football. I will fight anyone on that. And Rodgers, three touchdowns, no interceptions, Mahomes threw three picks this week, still won, but did did some pretty good damage to his MVP bid at that point. Rodgers is you know on pace to match or exceed his 2011 numbers, which got him MVP, and I think also his 2016 numbers, which got him MVP. So everything kind of worked out this week. I was waiting for all the wheels to fall off, and they never really did. Yeah, um... I, I yeah I don't really have much to say. Um, I feel bad for Matt Stafford still. There's talk about, you know, there's rumors swirling that the Lions are going to move on after this year with, you know, their new head coach. And, man, if he just plays the first whatever number of years of his career and just gives it all that franchise and they just dump him at the end when they're trying to rebuild, that's, I don't know, I guess it's kind of a good thing, though too, because maybe he can free himself and have some success somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I I just think like it's it's tough because there were several things in this game like I didn't think it really mattered a whole I mean it, it's a seven point game um mm-hmm.
1: but like it didn't feel like a seven point game it, though. It didn't like, like I never took I, the Lions seriously cuz they're the Lions, you know. Like I would
0: have been I would have been like pretty up in arms if they you know that in a, I think it was in the fourth quarter where Stafford threw that ball to Marvin Jones
1: Oh, yeah, yep, incomplete, yep. the
0: deep one. And it was like, I don't know. I mean, like that was 100% a catch. Like, I know they called it incomplete on the field. So See, by that, I, it has I, to
1: be conclusive. Yeah. And I don't like that because they used to have running on the field is reversed, running on the field stands, running on the field is confirmed. And they stopped doing confirm this year and everything is just stands. And I think that's bullshit. Make a statement, refs. Like you, either it stands it's, and then it's it goes like to the accountability because if they say that one stands. I don't think people get as mad because it's like, no. okay, they didn't think it was conclusive. And I mean, I don't know if it was conclusive either. Like I, if I had to make a call one way or the other, I don't know. It was very, very, very close, but the fact that they can't, cause I don't think it would have been confirmed in this situation. So it's just, it's stuff like that that changes. I don't know why well, anyone needed. It just goes with like, I just, I just hate
0: that they, the NFL crews or ref uh, official crews can just, you know, they can make these calls or just these miss these blatant things that are just so wrong and so terrible, and they there's zero, you know, they move on, the game ends, and then next week they're just had a new game, and there's nothing about it.
1: I've, and I've been more. on my soapbox for years that you know NFL refs should be a full time job. I'm afraid that – I don't know if it will change anything. No, like, but – because the thing about it is it's like this weird little country club of old dudes that like they need to have like on a ter- the it's almost like they need
0: like a term limit. They, they need like a term limit on crews. Well, they need like, – they also to need like
1: public like grading and rubrics and like stuff yeah. that isn't opaque and behind closed doors because yeah. apparently they grade themselves. But I haven't really seen a whole lot to tell me that that's working and – It's just weird to me that, I mean, think of how much money every single weekend of the NFL season changes hands, how many bets are placed, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. The sheer monetary value of the National Football League. And it is, in part, and, and not an insignificant part, controlled by a bunch of, like, 60-year-old guys who are investment bankers Monday through, you know, Thursday. It's just, it's baffling to me that that's the system we use. It's like if the military was, like, you know, your dad and his buddies, and it's like, no, this is, like, important, like, stuff matters about this. Like, you you don't just get to fuck around here. So I don't really understand why it's like that, just to go off on on a wild tangent about NFL officiating no it, it, like
0: it, and it's something that's never addressed at least we don't hear about it in the public maybe they're t- it's behind closed doors they talk about it but like it just it just sucks for mm-hmm. fans like it, it, we're having it you know a game that you can see where it seems so like i there have been two games this year specifically that i instantly think of that it literally felt like it was two on one we were playing against the actual opponent and the officials And I hate that feeling regardless of how valid or true it is. It's just a tear. You shouldn't be have to feel that as a fan. And it was the, it was the Cowboys and it was just the last week where it just felt like, are you kidding me? How is that not like, you know, where Mm -hmm. it's just little, small little things. It, it it ruins the sport a bit, you know, where, where, and I'm not saying I think human error is very important in sports. I don't, I don't vote for having like umps in baseball, having like, Robots are like automatic strike zones. I like having each um, has their own strike well, zone.
1: We're, we're in a weird spot though too now where, you know, the, the evolution of modern instant replay, you can see the blades of grass. You can see the little chunks of rubber as the guy drags his foot. And on the other side, there's no, like the ref profession hasn't adapted to these new yeah. standards where it's, they're still using kind of the same playbook that they had when it was, you know, you were watching on a 720p TV that you couldn't really see off of, and they're like, "No, he didn't get his feet down." It's like, well, I can see now a lot better. So if you guys mess this up, yeah. you're going to have to answer for it more because it's a lot. the The viewing experience is more transparent, but the officiating experience is as opaque as it has ever been. Yeah. Well, like no one as fans, you know, we have all
0: like numerous times. You and I have gone back and forth on like what pass interference or
1: what roughing or even what
0: holding uh, is. Uh, like Dude,
1: we, we had a back and forth in our group chat about a defenseless receiver. And yet, uh, at the end of the day, we can yell about it, but it's like, you know, oh, I have a screenshot of the rule book is what I had. And you're like, well, this example. And and it's like, yeah, like, yeah. we don't know. Like, no like one, there's the no What the rules say
0: is not what is being practiced across the board. And that's what's That's the biggest thing, consistency. Mm-hmm. Just pick one. Just pick one and stick with it. And it's like this fence sitting that they do. And the fact that there's not – I feel like if they just have Sky Judge, what they took from the AAF, and if they just use that, I feel like that would solve a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Like just – there would still be problems, but that would solve so many things where it's like, well, it's vinyl. It's like, well, no, if, the it's, other if problem there's is Sky that, Judge, I
1: like could over – Yeah. Uh, if, if you try to you know, enforce any sort of revisions to how refing works, any reforms and stuff like that. The refs union is going to go, uh, fuck you guys. And they're going to walk out like they did, yeah. you know, a while ago, a couple of years ago, whenever it was. We had the replacement refs. And so the problem is even worse. So it's this weird, unwinnable situation because their union has too much power. And it's just, it sucks. I, I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. Um, all so, right. I mean, back to the game. I mean, yes, yeah, so like I said, you know, good, good showing. Um, yeah. Didn't feel like a seven point game. And with the, uh, Eagles pulling one out of their ass against the Saints. The Packers are now currently the number one seed in the NFC. So they're in the driver's seat. If they just win out, they will keep that. Um, and looking ahead, I mean, we'll talk about future, you know, at least next week's game, but Panthers, Titans, Bears. I wouldn't call any of those teams, you know, gimmies. I definitely think that, you know, we've passed that part of our schedule. We get to play like the 49ers backups and the Jaguars and the Texans we are now on, you know, I mean, I don't know, I, I maybe the Panthers would be the weakest of those three, depending on which Bears team comes out to play, but none of them are gimmies It's just nice to, to be in control of your own destiny, for better or for worse. Mm, I bet. <laughs>
0: um, all right, let's go into our third game. Uh, Steelers at Bills. Not as the high scoring as we... Had. Thought it was going to be. I think weather played a little bit into it. Uh, case of the dropsies by the Steelers again, specifically Deontay, which is funny because he had a he he dropped. I was telling you about this. um He had dropped two out of his first three targets, or what? No, only, and then he sat four.
1: for yeah, he, a while.
0: Yeah, he had like he was one catch for four targets, and he had like two drops, and he sat for the whole first half basically. And then he came in just out of nowhere in the second half, and he still led the team or tied the team in targets. So like Ben likes throwing to him because the thing is though I don't I get that Mike Tomlin that's kind of his this thing is like you know tough love and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he did make a comment said Deontay responded the way he should have after being benched did for hear that. What first he said half.
1: about catching last week specifically.
0: Yeah, where you said like if I if expect they routine catch it...
1: plays to be made routinely was the one I heard. Oh yeah. Funny. And then also
0: saying like if they can't make if they can't catch it, we'll get someone in there that can. Yeah. Um and so it's a it's a lot of that. But for a guy, Deontay's a second year guy. Uh I think he went for went to Toledo or something, or Tulane, a small school. Um and he is he's been, you know, Really, really good. Once he gets the ball in his hands, yes, he leads the NFL and drops, and he has 13 drops now. It's not good, um, but I just feel like a young guy like that, like benching him immediately, like and the you know, the, obviously in prime time didn't t- do him any favors. The camera just constantly on him. No one's talking to him. People are staring at about him
1: it all week too. So you drop yeah. one, you're thinking about it, and uh, yeah. apparently he he responded the way he wanted. I just. This Steelers offense is so interesting to me in general because they can't run the ball at all. Yeah, Not even like a tiny little bit. No. James Conner, where'd you
0: go? What happened?
1: James Conner, 10 for 18. That's a 1.8 average per rush. A
0: a long of five.
1: I mean... (laughs) And granted, you know, I mean, they they were kind of trying to keep pace with the Bills the whole time, so I guess they don't use them a lot, but still 10 carries, and I just don't know what to make of it. It almost seems to me like it's got to be, I mean, some of it's definitely on James Conner because, you know, even the backup guys, you know, had a better average than that. But some of it, I think, has to come down to the offensive line, and I think you're seeing that in the passing game as well. Not necessarily, you know, I mean, they're not the worst line in the league. There's definitely, uh, you know, a ton of teams out there that are in even more dire need of offensive linemen. But
0: the Who pass protection,
1: uh, yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, but the pass protection, you know, not always great. Roethlisberger, not a mobile dude. Um, oh, he's always been one to invite contact to. I think he likes, like, he's the just the like among thing. it all. We're like, like, yeah, bring it. Come on. Like the, <laughs> the defense breaks in on, like, Tom Brady, and he goes like, oh, and he just, like, f- like he just falls down on the ground, and like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, bullet whistle, it's done, which is the smart thing to do. that's I'm actually, a remote, I'm not shitting on Tom. Why, well,
0: he's probably played as long as he has. He just knows that when not to take yeah. hits.
1: Well, but, like, Ben Roethlisberger, like, the defense gets through the offensive line, and he's like, come on, you pussies, hit me. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, he's, like, baiting them. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe for a quarterback, you're, like, a pretty tough guy, but guess what? Like, these defensive linemen are bigger and stronger and they're going to hurt you because that's their yeah. job. Like, it's just weird to me.
0: And, and like, I, I just don't, I don't think now is the time for Tomlin to maybe punish guys for, you know, having, cause like it, it's a confidence issue. It's not an ability issue. Deontay doesn't have bad hands. Like it's, it's just a rut. And well, it's, it, it's weird, just, too,
1: because other points in the season, Juju was, you know, in a rut. And I don't know if he's yeah. fully gotten out to, you know, what he was two years ago, say. Also, but um, Juju maybe spend less time on TikTok and oh, more time. Dude, on That's trying a to win games. look. When you, you saw the thing Goody about him dancing look. on the Bills. logo, yeah. And they got mad on the logo. about it. When they're, as, like, when they're out there they warming should. up. Yeah. They're on the field right next to him. Like I would have clocked him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, especially um, he's, he's lucky he didn't dude. do that when there were fans in the Bills. He, he like uh, posted on his
0: Instagram, he posted on his Instagram, say like doing a poll, like should yeah. I do? Should I make it only fans? Like what are you, dude? He's
1: he's a weird stop. dude.
0: Stop, stop did being you, did weird. Did you see
1: totally unrelated? Uh, uh, Josh Jacobs, I think, posted on like his Instagram right before the game, like I'm not playing, and like a bunch of fantasy owners of Josh Jacobs like put someone else in, and then he played. Yeah. It was like, like gotcha Devonte, or something. Yeah.
0: Devontae Booker was like a huge, like the number
1: one ad or whatever. Yeah. Like and then he played and was good. like, oh, I trolled all you guys. Like, dude, like you're an People's asshole if you saying. yell at real life players uh, yeah. you know, on Twitter about your team. You're also an asshole if you just like go out of your way to fuck with people. And it has nothing to do with like the game itself. No. It like, has at nothing. least
0: like when, when Gurley, like a couple years ago, he was on the Rams, he'd like stop for like touchdowns to run out the rest of the clock because mm-hmm. it was smart, like technically speaking. Like, it would probably mm-hmm. be fine, but weird cases scenari- weird case scenarios. But it did cost a lot of people
1: championships. Ironic that he uh didn't do that this year, but yeah. I know, it's funny that <laughs> Um But yeah, back to yeah. the Steelers and Bills. Um Stephon Diggs is good. This yeah. this was a game where I just I looked at it and I was like wow that that trade, you know, Diggs for the pick that ended up being Justin Jefferson. That was just good for it's everybody. Rare, it's
0: a rare win-win. Yeah. Like it is. He's it's, getting what
1: he wants, we get what we want, and it, you know, and I can tell yeah. too there's just kind of cuz I, I don't think that I'm uh, I don't think that I'm out of turn here when I say Stephon Diggs has a gigantic personality. And, you know, kind of an ego that's associated with a lot of high-profile wide receivers. receivers. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, playing, I don't even know if you could call it second fiddle to Thielen. It was weird, though. It was like a 1A, 1B. And he really likes being on a team where he is the one. Full yeah. stop. He's the well, guy. He's... Cole Beasley he's isn't a... going to come on his heels. John Brown isn't going to, you know, threaten his playing. spot <laughs> on the depth chart. Yeah, but even when he is playing, you yeah. know, you got Isaiah McKenzie oh. out here catching stuff and Gabriel Davis. And yeah. so uh, I can just tell there's something of uh, he's got that, you know, he's got the swagger and stuff like that of when he when he goes off, he's enjoying himself a lot. Yeah.
0: And and that's something where I think it has to do with him. You know he's a fifth round draft pick from Maryland.
1: You know, oh, yeah. he's got locking. a potato chip on his shoulder. He's got That's a for massive
0: sure. chip, but he's always wanted to, you know, be Wait, the guy. He went guy. to Maryland. Yeah. Oh man. And, um, <laughs> he wanted to. He was like wants all wants to be the guy, and he is. He is the clear number one. And he's doing
1: great. Like he's backing it up, yeah. which is like, yeah. I don't know. I, I can be happy for him now that he's gone too. that. Like, I don't hate Stefan Diggs like anymore. Really? Like I, I don't like him, but you know, he's all right. He's just a receiver now. Yeah. And, and I think, I think
0: it's one of those things where he actually was interviewed on e, like ESPN radio on Monday after the game. Um, and they talked about it. They asked him about like his time in Minnesota and like, kind of like what, when did things go wrong and all that? When did you want out? When'd you know? And it was leading, it was at the 28 20 going into the 2019 season where he felt that the management or at least the team wasn't very forthcoming about the direction of the offense that they wanted to go, like how run heavy it was going to be, mm-hmm. um, which I kind of call shenanigans a little bit on that. It's like, you're in training camp and OTAs and all this, like, the playbooks. Like, you clearly see it. Well, its even if, head, like, so. hypothetically
1: they do tell you that it's going to be all running, like, what are your options? Like, just be like, no, I don't want to. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> it's not like dude. his numbers. <laughs> it's not like his numbers suffered. Yes, he's having a career year, but, like, his target percentage and, like, uh, or his, his yard percentage based on, like, targets and touchdowns and, like, you know, it was – he was still per- – he was still a very, very productive court, uh, running back or receiver. Sorry, but I did like Whatever what he did say because yeah. everyone instantly says when the whole Diggs drama came, the media, as it, as as Kirk Cousins is a lightning rod for we're, them. we members they, of the media. They said, yeah, they they said it was all because of Kirk. He didn't like Kirk as his quarterback. It was all his fault. And he saw those stakes and foil, and he's just he ugh. he said, you know. He is zero important. issue. Like he, he was very complimentary of Kirk, and, and like that's that's something where you can see because players that he's all played with, they all love him. Like
1: they all say, like he, you know, he's, you know, doesn't give the credit he deserves. And that's like, you yeah, could yeah it's say that a big uh, thing. that that when it comes to playing with Kirk Cousins, his
0: they like teammates that. like that,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: there <laughs> you go. Uh, <laughs> Telegraph that one. Um,
1: I had yeah, to set so, it
0: up, you know. Either way, I, I think the Bills are, are hitting their stride at the right moment. Their defense especially is. Pittsburgh, on the other hand, eesh, Yeah, because the, the
1: Bills, I think we kind of talked about them last week, too. You know, for a while there, they were looking a little shaky, and they've definitely kind of, you know, post-Chiefs game, I think, turned it around, and they've strung together a couple nice wins, minus the, yeah. uh, the Cardinals' Hail Mary, which, you know— yeah. Kind of a should season. have quote unquote won that game, you know. You, you'd think, I mean, so
0: especially in a situation where they even played it right, like they had. Well, t- yeah, they
1: like they there. scored a touchdown to take the lead, and like should yeah. you know should have would have could all that stuff. But yeah, so they're they're really clicking right now. They're fun to watch. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to be dangerous in the postseason.
0: Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. All right, let's uh, let's move on to segments. Uh, performance of the week. Uh, why don't you go first this week?
1: All right performance of the week we have so this one is a little bit of a uh, a me specific pick uh there's a guy named miles sanders and <laughs> uh some of us may have had him on our fantasy football team and he has been hot garbage for the last few weeks
0: Doesn't uh this last funny.
1: week yeah, the last, This last week, he had 115 yards, which, yeah, 80 of it was on, like, one run, but two touchdowns, and this kind of just goes to the whole Philadelphia Eagles offense at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, They did really good against—they did pretty good, let's say, against a really good New Orleans Saints defense. They mm-hmm. looked like a completely different unit from what I saw. I mean, Jalen Hurts, 167 passing yards and a touchdown— also hundred and six yards on the ground. I mean, it was it was night and day difference, similar to, you know, how it was in the Packer game last week when they finally put Jalen Hurts in. And it's just a testament to how stupid Doug Peterson is that he didn't do this a long time ago. Yeah. So they're my performance of the week.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's it is night and day with Jalen Hurts.
1: Yeah. Um They look like the Ravens last year with Jalen Hurts, you know, like it's it's funny because like he is, he,
0: him and Lamar are the only two players in NFL history to have over a hundred, a quarterback wise to have over a hundred yards running in their debut in their first start.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and and sure, you know, maybe the other shoe will drop at some point for Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying he's going to take the rookie growing by absolute storm. But mm-hmm. it is such a clear upgrade in this offense and everyone I feel is like just kind of got, you know, a boost of energy from him being yeah. in the game. And so I don't know, the Eagles four, eight and one, watch out. I, I mean, in that, and the thing is with their division, <laughs> they're very much
0: in the hunt, not <laughs> out of it. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Um, all right. My performance of the week, uh, sticking with the birds, I'm going to go to defensive end Hassan Reddick, uh, for the Cardinals. So in this game, he had five sacks, a franchise record on, on, the, on the Giants, who you could argue were one of the hottest teams, um, and he forced three fumbles. In his entire football career, he had never had a game where he had more than two sacks. He had five. I mean, the, and he, the Good thing is, him. he's Good like, I don't him. even. He's like, I don't even know I had five until after the game. It's like <laughs> I blacked I mean, out for
1: three hours. What happened?
0: Yeah, you just wreaked havoc, and it's unfortunate because I need the Cardinals to lose. But shout out to you, Son Reddick, for setting a franchise record. Very cool. Yeah. Proud yeah, of yeah. you. All right, Nathan Bierman Award. Um, I'll go first because I, I'm not gonna spend any time really on it. Um, I already spent so much time.
1: I Vikings offensive
0: line and Gary oh, Kubiak.
1: I thought you were going to go Dan
0: no it's too that's too easy
1: <laughs> it's 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 because at the end of the day yes your kicker
0: missing four four kicks is not good but at the same time finish your drive so you, your kicker doesn't have to have field goal attempts um, but if he would have gotten extra points would he have missed those two well, he only missed one extra point, so. Yeah. Right. Granted, we went for the two when we scored <laughs> a touchdown. We didn't stop using him. Oh, no, Mike Zimmer was like,
1: you can go, like, you can done. take your
0: pads off. Yeah. Like, we're, we're It done. was so sad. After his last field goal, when he saw him walking off, he was looked, like, it was just terror. Like, oh, man, that's so sad. Mike, Mike no Zimmer sat him, him
1: down after the last miss. It was like, if we get Surprise, the ball the on the one with no seconds and we're down by one point, we are running an offensive play.
0: Well, the the only done. reason the only reason he kicked the 54-yard field goal was because we had back-to-back sacks where it's like, we're not going to go on fourth and goal from, like, the 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah, offensive line, six sacks, 24 pressures. I know they're going to front four or front seven, whatever you want to call it, but that's unacceptable. That's back-to-back bad weeks for the offensive line. Um, you got to protect Kirk. His time to throw is, like, a second and a half, like... And then Gary for yeah. keep calling these long developing plays like it ain't working, bro. Come on, so they're my be being reward.
1: That's fair. Uh, In a mine, very winnable game. Ugh. Yeah, mine is uh, is the other side of your performance of the week. Uh, D Jones. Oh three yeah. Three fumbles, which is like you know I D Jones. He's pretty good for a fumble. You know, once a game, he, he the, the ball's gonna hit the ground. Maybe he'll get it back. Maybe he won't. But Man three. And I mean part of this too is I kind of feel bad. He's clearly still playing through some sort of injury and, you know, not mobile at all and all kinds of stuff, but I mean it was a career day for the Cardinals defense, and it was mostly because of Daniel Jones, hurt or not.
0: Yeah. Um not good. Um <laughs> uh, The but... era
1: is still alive and well though. So just in case you're you wondering. The D Jones right. era it's not going to end anytime nightmares. soon. You'll have
0: nightmares of Hassan Reddick for probably his whole career.
1: I don't even – the thing is I don't even know what Hassan Reddick looks like. I'm trying to picture what a nightmare would be of
0: – Oh, I don't oh,
1: okay. know. okay. He – yeah. Yeah, that's what he looks like. Okay. Yeah. He, he, look, he looks like a football player.
0: All right. Uh, stock up. My stock up this week is the Josh Allen Truthers. Um, Hell Yeah. He has done what we have been saying, at least me personally, have been saying leading up to it, what he needs to make that jump. He needs to make the leap. And I'm not saying he's fully made it yet. Obviously it was, but he has done everything that he's supposed to do. He has bested every single metric that he has done last year in the last two years. So he's doing everything you want in a young quarterback Um you know, Bills fans, you got yourself a quarterback. I think Josh Allen's going to be very good. Um, will he be in the Mahomes, Wilson, Rogers realm or whatever? Probably not, but he can. He could be. He definitely could be. So mm-hmm. the ceiling's sky high.
1: Nice. Uh, my stock up, uh, the Chicago football market fan engagement level. Now let me explain myself. The Chicago Bears beat the Houston Texans thirty-six to seven, and it was by all accounts a complete ass kicking. Uh, the Texans are bad. The Bears are inconsistent, but they're not good. However, the fact that this was such a lopsided affair gives Bears fans just that little flicker on the horizon, just the little, the little pinpoint, the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's the headlamp of an oncoming train, but they don't know that. And so that's my stock up is that they are all going to get reinvested. They are all going to, you know, get on the playoff machine and start working out seedings because as Bane once said, there can be no true despair without hope. Nice. I was going to say it into a cup, but I forgot. So that's just my Bane impression is just my voice. All right. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where's, where's a Pringles can? Damn it. Um, all right. Stock down. Uh, why don't you give your stock down? Stock down? All right. My stock down. The non Chiefs AFC playoff teams. <laughs> I feel like a broken record. And one of those teams, you know, potentially is the Miami Dolphins, who got out to an early lead. They picked off Patrick Mahomes three times and the impression i got every time i saw anything from this game it's like it's like when a younger brother is fighting an older brother and the younger brother's taking it really seriously and trying to, like, land blows. And the older one is just kind of, like, taking the hits in the shoulder and, like, pretending. Oh, but it's never... They're never even remotely concerned. You can see on their face. And whenever they want to, they can just pick up the younger brother and throw him, you know, into the dumpster or whatever. That's what was going on here, where the Dolphins were just kicking and screaming and scrapping and everything they could possibly do. And Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes were just kind of like... Oh man, these guys really putting up more of a fight than I thought. This is annoying. I wanted to, you know, just coast. <laughs> I, yeah. They never looked worried. It was never in doubt. And it feels like they haven't even, you know, like you said before, they hadn't even taken it up to that next gear that they're gonna hit in the postseason. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing that happened with the Chiefs in the playoffs last year, where, you know, they go down twenty four and nothing against the Texans, and they're not concerned. And, and they, had they seven just
0: straight touchdowns,
1: and they just <laughs> blow them out of the water after that, and it's <laughs> it's scary, man. It's it's scary. It's like the Terminator. Like they just don't break stride; they just keep moving. You know, it's it's well,
0: yeah, it's uh, it's, it's
1: it's Thanos. You know, it's they're, yeah, they're inevitable. I am inevitable.
0: Like <laughs> it, it's ridiculous, and like you just you just look at it, like like Mahomes or whatever you want to call it, Andy Reid is Thanos, and all of the stones are. You know, Mahomes obviously, uh Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, mm-hmm. Clyde Edwards alaire Tyron Matthew, uh, Chris Jones, like all, mm-hmm. like th- there's these guys on there where you're like they're on there too. Like, and, and they just
1: like you can just pencil <laughs> it in. Like they're good for like one like sixty yard bombed Tyreek that just like they get down by like fourteen points and Andy Reid just goes like, Hey Tyreek, can you just like run past everybody real quick so we can just get seven? Like, yeah. they could do that every play, and they just yeah. don't. I mean, not really, but that's what it feels like, and it's just insane. You know,
0: and, and we we very might well be, all season we've been talking about the Chiefs. We always mention them, and we are no we, we don't hold back on appreciating them, because I think as just a pure football fan, they are so fun to watch. Um, They're a I, Madden team. I don't hold my, my love for Andy Reid and Mahomes in, so I— I, I think we might be setting ourselves up maybe for getting shocked when they lose in
1: well, the postseason. The the, but, you know, the saving grace and the beauty of the NFL is that there are no series. So right. you know well, that's done. that's where any no, given Sunday is. If if mm-hmm. the playoffs in the NFL were like a five game or a seven game series, or whatever, they probably wouldn't be because it would take forever because everyone would be hurt. But ignoring that, if they were any sort of series, I don't think that anyone would ever beat the Chiefs. We, we could just stop playing now and give them the trophy. Having like, said that, you know it's a one and done kind of thing, so yeah. that opens the door to crazy possibilities. But they are a scary football team. Yeah, matchup nightmares across the board. I mean, mm-hmm.
0: it's, not, it's, it's hard. Like you might have a team that matches up with them defensively, but they don't. Well, like, they can't
1: keep up with them. Thank God kind of their you know, defense like, is like not awesome. Like, could you imagine like the Chiefs' offense and like the Steelers' defense? They have a defense? very bend
0: don't break oh.
1: defense, and it's
0: they they seem to get the plays when they need to, or the stops mm-hmm. when they need to. And like, that's it's also, a scary
1: they constantly recipe. put their defense in a good situation. You know, yeah. it's a lot easier yeah. to, you know, be the chiefs defense and defend the lead than it is to kind of,
0: you're not going to you know, have too many three and outs out.
1: in a row or three and outs get, from the chiefs. You have plenty oh. of rest unless they connect on that Tyreek bomb, in which case, you know, whatever. Shit, back out.
0: Um, all right, my stock down, I'm going to stick with it. Steelers Super Bowl chances. Um, Mm. they have not looked good the last two weeks. They've lost back-to-back games where they scored 17 and 15 points. Yes, the Washington football team, their defense, at least their front four, is rivaling like any else in the league. I mean, Chase Young is already looks like a four-year vet, um, Mm -hmm. and every other players are playing really well, but their offenses get to crack 20 points in three weeks, um,
1: Last it's not, year, it's not pe- great. People, people were you know, very vocal that oh, the the Packers aren't as good as their record. And I always, I was like, shut up, it's a stupid thing to say. Uh, I'm gonna throw that all out the window. Yeah, the Steelers are not as good as their record, especially you know a couple weeks ago when they were undefeated. It was a little bit misleading. Yeah, and 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 I want to say, I don't want to
0: say. I, I want to say it just for your reaction, just so in, ca- in the case that I do call it. Oh, um, go. the Steelers and the Packers are the same team, just in different conferences and opposites. The Steelers have the defense, the Packers have the offense.
1: Mm. I, yeah, I think that's of pretty conference. fair, honestly. And so I, I
0: would, I'm as a rival. Yes, I want to see the Packers lose, <laughs> but I would not be surprised if I see the Steelers and Packers bounce earlier than their record says they should be.
1: And I don't think that's a far fetched thing to say. First rule of Packers in the playoffs never be surprised. <laughs> never, ever, 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 every single time. Especially year if be the Packers,
0: or especially if the Cardinals are going to be one of the teams. You know, your history against
1: bird well, at teams. least the, the 49ers won't be in there, which was it, the between Seahawks, the, that the division, Seahawks everyone but the and Rams. The Cardinals. Yeah, the Seahawks <laughs> and the Cardinals. It's the it's the age old. Is it better to have it's loved and Coast lost? Teams. Is it I better to have made so. the playoffs and then gotten your heart torn out, or is it better to go, you know, seven and nine?
0: Right. I'm always in the fan. I'm always in. well, absolutely not seven and nine. It's like you either make the playoffs and have a chance, or you go like win the like, three games,
1: or or you uh, hire Adam Gase.
0: <laughs> right. I think the sad thing is, I think he's trying.
1: Um, I mean, that's right. his job now.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's preview week 15. Mm. uh let's start with you got your game because it's saturday you guys playing saturday uh panthers at packers uh green uh, bay no christian
1: mccaffrey yep no mccaffrey <sighs> again was they, they already ruled that out is no, that he they the, matt rule does not expect him to play okay all right well sorry fantasy owners kevin thank you for your yeah hmm
0: how funny, wait, also, oh, how funny would it be if we were, if you and I were both, in the if we both get in, we're in the semifinals and we're opposite sides and we played each other week one and we called it where we, you beat me by one on a stat correction. Hell yeah. And it was like, it was like 156, like point, like seven, four to 156 point, like eight, four or six, four, or whatever it was.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: we said, we're like, Oh at the time when we thought we tied We're like well at least none of us lost like oh see in the see in the like
1: on like wednesday morning it was like by the way you won. that's the lost. other directions go out <laughs> i was like are you kidding me
0: <laughs> um but how funny would it be or cool would it be if we both got to the championship and play each other because you had the one seat or you had the one the first overall pick and i had the 10th out of 10 and we bookend the draft that would be that'd be, that'd be pretty cool
1: That'd be pretty cool, and even though my know, team is so different from what it
0: was when I drafted it,
1: maybe Christian McCaffrey will play no. a fourth game this season.
0: Yeah, if he doesn't need to play, he doesn't need to play. They're not going to make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but I feel like he wants to play because he's crazy. Any, you know, like either way, um, Packers are favorite eight and a half over under fifty one and a
0: half. I I feel that the the Panthers might might keep up with you a little bit or might keep it close, but I, I, I don't really see them. I, this game.
1: I don't see the Panthers defense stopping the Packers offense um, mm-hmm. consistently. I mean, you know, you look at the last few weeks for, uh, for the Panthers, you know, 32 to the Broncos, 28 to the Vikings, shut out the Lions, but you know, the Lions uh, 46 to the Bucks, 33 to the Chiefs. So, I mean, they haven't, you know, gone sub 20 minus that lions game in the well, The Lions Did just score 31 season. on you, right? 24, 24, 24? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, and that, well, and that's what I'm saying is, you know, I, I, I'm sure the Panthers will, you know, probably break 20. I'd expect the Packers to break 30. You know, I think it's going to, yeah, I, I think it might be one of those games that you kind of hit the over on because I don't think either defense is going to be super good. Stopping the other team's offense.
0: Mm-hmm. Alright, flipping over to mine. Uh Bears at Vikings. This is a big one. Uh we're both six and seven. They are in the eighth spot or the the nine spot. We're in the eighth spot. Um and Vikings were favored three at home. Not surprised. No fans will be there, but uh over under is forty seven. Uh pretty low. This is a different Bears team than when we had when we played them before. Depends on what Mitch is gonna come. It depends on what Vikings offense is gonna come the game a lot so of
1: variables rolling around in here it's it's interesting
0: yeah and, and like i said you know we need several things to happen um but like the most reasonable pathways for the vikings to get the playoffs hinges on the cardinals obviously so that since they're in the driver's seat at seven and six i mean are, uh, are
1: you assuming that you're know, just winning out as a given so i'm gonna to
0: read do. you i'm gonna read what what has to happen in order for us to make the playoffs oh, so heavy. uh if Vikings finish three and zero, Arizona has to finish two and one. If they go three and zero, they're obviously in. Uh That being said, their schedule now, which was easy looking, is not as easy. You know they have they have the Eagles this week,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the Eagles team than they were a couple weeks ago. when We were looking this through. Um, And then they, I believe that they have the 49ers and the Rams. They have 49ers and the At-Rams. Two games that are not easy. They're two division games. So who knows what could happen? Mm -hmm. So they're, if, if the Cardinals lose one of those three, then we just have to win out. Of course, we have to play the Bears, then the Saints, and then the Lions. So, but the Saints got exposed a little bit by the Eagles. So they're not as untouchable as they were, I thought. So... If we, if we go two and one, Arizona has to go one and two. And if we go one and two, Arizona has to lose out. And that's obviously assuming a team like Chicago doesn't run the table. And if we were to lose one of our games to Chicago. So mm-hmm. if we win Chicago, that helps immensely. And then, you know, the Saints game, if we win out, I like our chances because of those three for the Cardinals, you know, I, I like that because we have the tiebreak if we have the same record. So that's, mm-hmm. that's big. So. We'll see. Um, the Vikings right now are fake I said yeah, three forty-seven. I don't know. Division games are division games.
1: Are you? Uh, or I guess. Oh no. So, because you guys played each other this week, did I send you that stat where the Vikings and the Bears have not both won or both yeah. lost on the yeah. same week each all season? Yeah. Now there's a couple yeah. of bye weeks sprinkled in there, so it's not exactly every you know like mirroring every each week, other, but, but it's it is we have a not wild really stat. Both
0: played. Then we've had a win or a loss. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So that, um, that will continue. <laughs> yeah. And so, next game I want to highlight um, is there's a couple, like the Eagles Cardinals, like I mentioned, that could be interesting. More so for the Vikings. I don't know if, in terms of pure game enjoyment, but it's going to, I'm going to do the Chief Saints. I mean, potential. This is a major Super Bowl picks for a lot of people going in this year. I think this even might have been. When we did our preseason, I don't. know. Did we go through that? I,
1: I, I said know. Cowboys, Ravens. I think. Oh, which shows right. I that shows that I, I went, am a complete fraud. Yeah, I, I think I said
0: Chiefs, Saints, but that would have been with Drew Brees. I'll see with how they are with Taysom. I don't know. Uh, no, I think I might
1: have said Chiefs. I don't remember right? because I didn't, I didn't just go chalk, and I think I had Cowboys number one, but who knows? I thought you went. I thought you went Chiefs. Chiefs, Cowboys. Boys? Yeah, that might be it. Um, so
0: Kansas city's a, a way favorite by three over under 51 and a half.
1: Um,
0: we'll see. I don't know. I'm really excited about this game. I'm glad it's a three o'clock game. This and game was going to be, gonna
1: be like really cool. And now, I mean, it's still cool, but like the saints defense, you know, if, if Jalen hurts can do that to them, yeah. what is Mahomes going to do? You know?
0: Yeah. It's going to be I very mean,
1: interesting to see if they can bounce they'll back. They'll
0: need a bounce back. And, um, I would love if they got flexed into the Sunday night game, but guess not. We're stuck with the Browns Giants.
1: Hey, the Browns Giants, two of the least inspiring football teams. I mean the Browns are doing good this year, but yeah. yeah it's not great. But at least we get to watch yeah. the Bengals Monday night. That'll be fun for everyone to watch.
0: <sighs> Yay, Brandon <sighs> Allen. Yay. <laughs> We didn't uh, talk about, that, but the Bengals it
1: got fucking waxed by the Cowboys this last week. By the Cowboys, yeah. yikes! Yeah. yeah,
0: they're not, they're not, they're not very good.
1: Their season is over.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Any other games you want to look at or no? I feel pretty good about that. Everyone uh, else seems-
1: No, I don't think the uh, the Jets are going to beat the Rams. It'd mm. be fun to watch the Patriots beat the Dolphins other than that that i would i i want the dolphins to
0: win i think they'd be fun in the playoffs i do too cool. i I'm,
1: i just want people to stay alive you know i just want the in the hunt graphic to not yeah. shrink, yeah quite yet right
0: um all right let's go to a two minute drill all
1: right and you got four oh. i got three so you Yo. will start And ready set go what do the eagles do with wentz
0: um you fire, a big contract you fire all him. your
1: groundskeeping crew and then you just make him do all of it. That way you're <laughs> oh still you're not saving money, but at least you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You probably most try and like backup. Restri- I don't even know if you can. I don't know enough about contracts. Not 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 right away.
0: You got the most expensive,
1: you know, bench warmer in the history of the league. It's a big contract
0: to take on, too. You trade him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's see. Oh, you know know what you do? You trade him to the Broncos. Elway will take him.
0: Yeah. He's not tall enough.
1: (laughs) Put put him in some lifts. Uh, (laughs) Did the Steelers peak too early?
0: Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Um, Are the Dolphins a legitimate threat in the AFC? In the AFC?
1: No. Their defense is really good their mm-hmm. offense has promise but Tua is not developed enough yet and I don't necessarily blame him for that um but yeah their their offense I feel They're like their also offense is decimated needs,
0: offensively by injuries
1: decimated by injuries and they kind of they need like a guy like Gaskin is like a fine running back and they have you know a couple decent receivers but they don't really have like a guy if that makes sense they don't have like yeah. a star that right. you know he can throw the ball to and can kind of help him. So they're not a threat, but I mean, you're the Dolphins and you're in the hunt. That's pretty good for you guys. So I would love to see like a running,
0: like a like a maybe not Rashad Bateman, but because like they're not going to have a great draft pick, but maybe like a Jamari Chase, Rashad Bateman, one of those running, one of those receivers that can just you know be the guy for them because they they need that. They don't really have a clear number one. Even with Devontae Parker, if he's healthy, he's not really a one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see. Will the Browns ever beat Big Brother? Ever? Ever, 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 no matter what?
0: Yes. I like their chances in a rematch if they see him in the playoffs. Um, I think Stefanski is a very, very good – probably coach of the year. Probably. Um, Fine. At least he should be. Um. Yeah, I think he will. He knows how to minimize or maximize Baker Mayfield without all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And with the two two man tandem of Chubb and Hunt, it's it's really good. Yeah,
1: they're playing uh, football.
0: Did two, did Trubisky and Matt Nagy save their job with that blowout win against the Texans?
1: Uh I think Nagy did for at least one more year. <sighs> I I feel like there's like an order that the fan base kind of, you know, the mob goes to the houses in this order and it, it starts with Trubisky and Nagy is definitely after him. Mm -hmm. So I could see them. The the problem is they won't be in a position to, you know, take a top guy next year either, probably with, if they're going to end, you know, kind of that's seven and nine, eight and eight kind of territory. So. Right. uh, I don't know. I could see them making a move in the offseason because I definitely think Nagy would throw Mitch under the bus without a moment's hesitation mm-hmm. uh, to save his own job and be like, no, it's it, Mitch is the problem, and then you get fired the next year. Yeah. So I don't think Mitch is safe. I think Nagy's safe. Okay. Uh, who wins the AFC North next year?
0: I'm going to go Browns. Mm -hmm. I think Browns. I think it's just the way it goes. I think another year two of Stefanski with Baker. I think their offense is going to be better. Um, I'm sure they're going to add to that defense. I think their defense is even not that bad. Like, yes, they gave up points, but Miles Garrett's very good, um, and they have a lot of talent on that team. stopped assaulting people, too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Still isn't really – he loves dinosaurs or doesn't think they exist. I think that's what it is. He could, I don't know. Does he love them, and he doesn't think they exist? I think he. I. I don't think he think they were real, but he likes them. I think that's what. <laughs> it. These are cool. I wish we had these. Well, yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> He likes like the fiction of them. I,
0: I don't know. Uh, it was a weird thing.
1: I saw it at he hard Took like, a dinosaur a book, museum. like somebody reads like Harry Potter. He's like, wow, what, what will I think of next in these fictions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the Browns. Um,
0: when will we see referee crews being held accountable?
1: Oh geez, how much time you got? Um, <laughs> if ever, like, what's I, gonna I, have to happen? Whenever Jeff Bezos perfects his robot army <laughs> that will deliver the packages and work in the factories and sort all of the items, that technology about five years after that will be, you know, dispersed throughout many different industries, including the ref industry, because people will just get sick of their shit and they'll say we want you guys to be accountable and they'll say well then we're taking our toys and going home and we'll be like well we have robots goodbye and that's that's what'll happen
0: he's gonna like buy like several teams and just call it like the, the you prime. know prime
1: the, the prime division yeah, like the, the a- afc the amazon prime The amazon prime no the and then, afc like, and buy... nfc prime there's gonna be a, like he's gonna buy eight teams and just make two prime divisions or
0: he'll, or he'll buy the Browns and just rename it instead of Cleveland Browns. They'll just put the Cleveland, like Amazon Brown boxes or just like, just something just really, really cringy and terrible. But like, he's going to do it. Like, it, it. And they'll have like, happen.
1: they'll have like the smile on their helmets. Yeah. <laughs> That's their logo. <laughs> the <It's a> smile.
0: <laughs> every, every season ticket holder gets the, it gets a year of prime. Get a year of prime <laughs> for,
1: free. for free. Your tickets get here in two days shipping. Yeah. <laughs> If you order within, like, five hours. Dude, that would be crazy, actually, because, like, I bet he would put all of their games on the Amazon Prime streaming. Oh, for sure, and yeah. And, like, all, everything you buy from, like, their, like, website would get here in two days. Like, <laughs> yeah. the more we're talking about this, I feel like, Jeff, if you're out there, pull the trigger, man. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I... And two minutes.
0: <laughs> all right, this has been a long one. Uh, My fault for that. Hopefully I don't have to do it again, but probably not, because the next loss... Will be the one that ends our season. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. Um,
1: I, I I enjoyed it. It was yeah. I bet you do. I can't wait for you to lose in the playoffs. I'm so looking. Forward I, I to. sorted my whole like outlook. You know, I am like, I, every email I got today, I got to put in different folders. While you did that, so it's good for I'm just, everyone.
0: I'm just gonna let you know that like I'm not I'm not gonna hold back. I'm not gonna be upset. I, like I'm I'm just gonna <laughs> just the the biggest. Helpings of I told you so's, and I'm just not going to be gracious to you when your team loses. It's going to be great.
1: I mean, when Rodgers gets the MVP this year, I will, uh, you know, I'll I'll, I'll return the favor. I'll just make sure that everyone who, you know, was talking about how washed up he was last year or maybe the year before that. I don't remember. But whenever people were being mean, (laughs) I will make sure that they know. Even
0: though it's been like a massive spike in everyone's production. But yes. Yeah. Uh, Especially him. No, he's been great. Uh, and I, he's my fancy quarterback, so I don't care. Okay, cool.
1: Might he might get me a fancy championship, dude? I wish that I believed this year. Like, I never, I didn't pick him up either. He was going at, like the back of every draft, and I was like, and I, but I just know that if I pick, if I ever draft a Packer in fantasy football, everyone is going to jump down my throat. And, like, You're fucking Homer. I'm like, ah, oh. yeah. I used to take Crosby as like a meme, and people would like get on me about that. I was like, geez, fine. All right. So, this has been the third forever week
0: 14 recap and week 15 preview. Uh, I have been your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Holm. Kevin, final words.
1: King of the North, baby.